We move to the NFL now on the Elks this week, and as he's been doing for the last several weeks throughout the NFL playoffs, defensive back of the Elks, Aaron Grimes, joins us uh, to talk about the the playoff games which are coming up uh, this weekend. Uh, no games today. Games will go only on Sunday now with uh, the two championship games tomorrow and the Super Bowl coming up in a couple of weeks' time. Uh, Aaron, here's the numbers. You went two for four last week. You got KC uh, and Philadelphia right. You were wrong on Buffalo and Dallas. Uh, you are five for ten overall. Uh, I'm seven oh. for ten. I was three for four. I got Buffalo wrong uh, on the weekend, so you got a little catching up to do, my friend. Uh, just a, a little. I mean, five and ten is that's only good in baseball, and we ain't playing baseball right now. That is true. All right. Well, you got a chance to make up some ground uh, this weekend. Although uh, me and you seem to think alike uh, a lot of this, we haven't picked very many opposite teams very often. When we did, when we did have done it, uh, my team's won. So that's kind of the difference in our scores uh, right now as we head into the uh, the AFC and the NFC Championship. NFC game goes first uh, tomorrow. San Francisco 49ers at the Philadelphia Eagles. I know your daughter doesn't cheer for the Eagles, but uh, as you told us last week, but uh, but you are. Uh, you were on the Eagles bandwagon, you said. Uh, look at this game. The first thing that jumps out to me uh, for this game is defense, right? I don't know if this game's going to hit the over or not. Uh, I, I don't see much chance. I think it's going to go under because these are two really good defenses. Uh, top two of the four left and top two in the league this year as far as yards given up per game. So uh, it's going to be hard to score points, I think, in this one. I agree. I think we're going to be able to see a nice defensive battle, which is uh, right up my alley. Those are the games that most people call boring. And I say, this is a hell of a game, <laughs> you know, watching those two defenses battle it out and, you know, seeing who's going to win the time of possession there. Um, but that'll be, uh, that'll, that's my must watch uh, game this weekend. Maybe I got a little bit of uh, emotion reasoning going into that as well. And you're calling? I'm taking the Eagles. I think the Eagles take that one away, like you said. A great defensive battle on both sides, but I have to go with uh, Jalen Hurts and that Eagles offense to edge out, you know, uh, Purdy, which is funny because I've been, I've been like, man, this guy Purdy's going to run out of luck eventually. I don't think it's luck, man. That dude's good, um, but he's playing with a lot of weapons as well and a great defense, right? So. I think the clock's going to strike midnight for Brock Purdy. I mean, uh, he's been on a great run. The 49ers have been on a great run. They've won 12 in a row coming into this. I just, I just, can't take Brock Purdy over Jalen Hurts in this game. So I'm going with the uh, with the Eagles as well. So uh, I think it'll be a good game, though. I think it'll be a good game. It, 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 uh, as you mentioned, uh, it's one you want to watch because you're a defensive guy. That, I, I want to ask you, uh, I, I've done this before with the NFL playoffs with some quarterbacks talked about it, and they talk about how they watch the quarterbacks in this game. How does a DB watch games? Do, do, do you pay a lot of attention to how the defensive backs are playing and try to pick something up from them? Absolutely, I do. I'm watching. I'm watching the DBs. I'm watching press technique. I'm watching how they play off. I'm watching, you know, their nickel packages. If there's blitz in this DB, things like that. The Eagles. I like to watch guys like Brandon Graham because I was able to play with him. Right. I remember him being a great dude. Uh, Fletcher Cox. So I'm like, man, them guys still getting it in. Like they were old vets when I was there in 2016, 17, and they're still out there. I, you know, BG had a sack last week. Um, but I'm definitely watching DBs, and I'm also critiquing, like, man, boys ain't trying to tackle. Like, come on now. <laughs> you, don't give Knock us that up. bad of a name now. <laughs> exactly. Just get them down. Just get them down. So I'm definitely watching those DBs. 
you mentioned sacks, Philly 70 plus sacks this year. Uh, that will cause a problem, I guess, for Brock Purdy as well. And and I'm thinking if San Francisco is going to have success, it's going to be because Christian McCaffrey can can pile up some yards. Uh, the Eagles, maybe their Achilles heel on defense the last uh, week and a, last month and a half, they've been giving up over 100 yards on the ground, which is going to cost you eventually if you can't uh, if you can't shore that up. Well, especially, you know, like you said, Christian McCaffrey, obviously the jack of all trades, and they also have Debo Samuel, right? And then you sit there and you know, okay, how do we focus on all of our attention on these two weapons they have? And then, and then in comes George Kittle, right? So, you know, they're definitely going to have their hands full, um, but it's the NFC Championship. You know, what else do you expect? Your hands are going to be full. I just don't see uh, – I see Jalen Hurts, you know, really making a name for himself. And uh, and coming out with the dub with this one. All right, so we're both on the Eagles in the NFC game. The AFC game is the second game of the day tomorrow. Uh, as much as uh, the NFC game is about defense, the AFC game is going to be about offense with these two quarterbacks. And I guess the first question, and as we tape this, we haven't got a lot of information yet, but uh, the first question and probably the biggest storyline leading up to this game is Patrick Mahomes' ankle. Yeah, you look at the ankle and – Possibly the knee as well, right? Yep. Like it, it was a double, maybe double sprain or strain, or, or you know, I'm no, I'm no doctor. Don't get me wrong, but um, if you immobilize him, like, woof. I don't know. That that could change. That might be why I think Cincinnati might be favored right now, and it could be because of the health of Patrick Mahomes. It's basically a, a pick'em at this stage. I think I think Casey uh, gets a one point advantage just because they're at home, uh, where they okay. lost this game last year to Joe Burrow and and the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, Mahomes, if you take away his his athleticism and his ability to run around, you really you really take away a big part of his game. So I think that, however, how mobile he is will probably determine how successful they are on offense. And and he looked bad in that game. Like I mean, he was hopping around. He was in a lot of yeah. pain last week. Absolutely. And, you know, he'll have a week, obviously, of treatment and, you know, Lord only knows what type of freezing and, and medication they can give him before the game to obviously help. But there's only so much you can do. Right. We're still human. Um, and an injured Patrick Mahomes is still an all star. I just don't know that he is the same guy that we know who's throwing no look passes while rolling out to his left. And Patrick Mahomes healthy is 0-3 against Joe Burrow uh, in his career. So that's something to think about, too, whether he's healthy or not. The uh, the Cincinnati Bengals are a, a pretty good football team. They're on a roll. Uh, Joe Burrow has been uh, he's been fun to watch. Uh, he's a guy, He's he's got a little attitude. Uh, he's got a little chip on his shoulder for some reason, and he just he just plays good football. And he's a guy that, that's been a good leader and uh, has had a good run here in the playoffs. And like I say, he's 3-0 against Mahomes. Can he make it 4-0? I'm glad I'm glad that we shifted over and started talking about uh, Joe Burrow because this game is is more than just Patrick Mahomes and the injury he's dealing with because Joe Burrow is a bad boy and I know he looks you know like Macaulay Culkin still uh, but he's a bad boy you know uh, under center so uh, also Joe Mixon I'm watching him run that ball man he is a force to be reckoned with right now running DBs over like. I'm like, man, you know, Jamar Chase, that's a good team in Cincinnati. And they are not coming in thinking uh, 
they're bringing cigars for sure. I'm calling for Cincinnati to win this one. I think uh, the uh, the the fact that uh, that uh, Mahomes I think will be limited because he can't be 100 percent after that. I mean, there's guys who miss a couple of months with that injury, like and, and right. to come back and play at the Temple uh, and the ability you need to win an uh, uh, an AFC Championship game. I don't know if he'll have it. Uh, and I, 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 as much as I'm a Steelers fan, so I hate the Bengals and I hate the Browns and I hate everybody <laughs> in that conference, but as much as I hate the Bengals, I got to pick them to win. I think, you know, I am upset that you picked the Bengals because I need you to go opposite of me so I can try to catch up. Uh, but I think the Bengals win this game as well. Um, if, if Patrick Mahomes was hundred percent healthy, I I'd choose the chiefs just to try to get one game closer to <laughs> to how far apart we are, but I don't see, I see the Bengals, you know, walking away with this one. And they got experience. They did it last year. So they know what they have to do to win this game. They beat a healthy Patrick Mahomes last year. So uh, I I think uh, this probably be from an offensive standpoint, a pretty entertaining game. Uh, The last offense on the field might get the win in this one. Probably. It'll still be a good game for sure. Um, But uh Man, you just had to pick the Bengals. Well, I'm going with the Bengals too. I'm not. I I can't get three games away. I can't do it. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, we're both on the Bengals, and uh, we're both on the Eagles uh, moving into the uh, conference championship. Uh, we'll see uh, who survives and who makes it to the Super Bowl. We'll uh, we'll have our last session next week when we predict the Super Bowl winners. There's no show in two weeks uh, because of Oilers hockey here on 630 Chad. So uh, we'll have to make our playoff, uh, our Super Bowl prediction uh, a week earlier than most people will. And hopefully we'll have enough information. I think we're both smart enough. We'll be able to figure it out. Uh, We'll probably both pick the same team, but we'll probably figure it out. We're probably both going to pick the Eagles. There you go. All right. (laughs) I don't know. That might be, if it's Eagles-Bengals, I might be on the Bengals bandwagon. We'll we'll see. All right. Uh, right. Aaron Grimes, thanks for your time. As always, it's been fun. Uh, Thank you. I appreciate it. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts.